Welcome back to Speak Your Mind. I'm Nicholas. And I'm Anthony. Uh, this week's podcast, as sad as it is, uh, is dedicated to Rob Gronkowski and his amazing career as a Patriot. Gronk! He is retiring, at least for now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> I mean, his agent says he could be back, but I don't know. Always leaving the door open. I know. We're, we're going to talk a little bit about his on-field performance and just, I mean, um, you know, what a tremendous tight end he is and, and uh, what he's done for the Patriots and that organization. But before we do that, I... I we just got to play one of our favorite commercials. Yep. I actually saw this one today. <laughs> Welcome to Tide Pods Talk with Gronk. I'm Gronk. I'm big and awesome. But this guy is little. Can it really clean? Heck yeah, it can. It's concentrated detergent plus stain fighters plus odor fighters that fight for clean. Boom. Ugh. Even this entire bottle can't beat Tide Pods. And now a word from future Gronk. Oh. Tide Pods. If it's clean, it's got to be tied. Wow. You gotta love Gronk in I, that commercial. Well, you gotta love him. You gotta hate him in that commercial. <laughs> oh, I mean, it is. There, there's a there's a lot right with that commercial, and there's a lot wrong with that commercial. Um, oh, on on the field, though, I mean, there is no argument. Um, he, he, you know, the guy can just flat out play. Would you? Agree? Oh yeah. I mean, he's a he's a tank out there. Are I, you are you gonna miss him? I of course I'm gonna miss him. I'm a Patriots fan. Every Patriots fan in America will miss Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. He bring he brings a he brings a vibe onto the field that I mean I'm, we're gonna miss that. It's funny because you know everybody talks about the Patriots organization and how buttoned up it is, and you know nobody talks to the media and nobody gets out of line, and Belichick just has his his players. Uh, you know, focused and and trained in what to say and what not to say. And then you got a guy like Gronk, though. I mean, everybody <laughs> knows he's a party animal. He kind of says yeah. he says some things at times that he's you know the, you wonder why. <laughs> but but it really you know it doesn't. He he's he's actually kept his nose pretty clean for being uh, I, I, nine years on the Patriots. If, if he wasn't on the Patriots organization, I'd be scared for the NFL right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's crazy. Five-time Pro Bowler. Yeah. Four-time All-Pro. Three-time Super Bowl champ. I mean, arguably... I'm saying greatest tight end of all time. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Um, <laughs> nine seasons. I can't argue with that at all. Uh, some people may say Antonio Gates. Other people might say Jason Witten. Um, I, I don't know how you can't say Rob Gronkowski and how he has defined that, that position. Um, four 1,000-yard seasons out oh, of his I know. nine. Um, Not to mention all his touchdowns. His touchdowns. And, and he knows how to throw a block. I mean, that's what tight ends... He re- you really saw a lot of that out of him this season. Uh, what didn't, didn't have a great uh, receiving season uh, uh, So in the regular season. So, I mean, he, his uh, his lineman work was really... Oh really yeah, and, and clutch and clutch down down the stretch. He in, came in clutch the playoffs. in the playoffs for sure, uh, and, we, and we of course him. the Super Bowl that catch to, yeah. to continue that drive. Um, I'm gonna miss Gronk. Um, I still have his jersey. I will still wear it proudly. Oh yeah. Um, I know you will as well. Um, what else? What else do you want to say about Gronk? I mean, I I still hope he's out there doing commercials. Uh, when he's all said and done, I think he's heading straight for LA. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. 
Do you think, in all seriousness, do you think he'll he'll change his mind and come back before no. September? No. I, I think that, uh, like you said, that's just an agent thing, keeping the door open. Uh, so he's still getting, I agree. still getting looks. I agree, and I think we, I think we, we enjoy Gronk for the time that we had him, and now we're ready. We're ready to move on. So as Patriots fans, I, I can say that I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to see him. I'm and, ready to let it go. To let him go. Let it and, go. And, and, and the new era come in. I don't know what that will be, but I'm sure Belichick has something in mind. That's right. I completely agree. Uh, Let's keep it in New England. What do you say? Let's switch up sports. Keep it in New England. Let's talk a little bit. Let's talk some Celtics really quickly. Um, not many games left in in the regular season. Um, I believe they have eight eight, eight games eight, eight games more. left. They're uh, they're currently in the fifth seed in the East. Where do you think that Where do you think that puts them? You think they're in good shape? I think they're in good shape. I'm not sure if they can catch Indiana. With... I mean, home court advantage always helps to be in that fourth spot. It, it always helps. It does. I think one way or the other, we're going to see an Indiana-Boston round one matchup. I well, would, yeah, yeah. I would love to see um, that home court advantage. Um, oh, me too. I think but at the same time, us living here in Indiana, that gives us one more Potential opportunity to go down and catch a playoff game yeah. there in Indianapolis. You know what? There you go. <laughs> uh, do you think they can beat the, the the Pacers in round one or without uh, without Victor? Yeah, uh, I think that I think that the Pacers are obviously weaker, a lot weaker without Victor. Uh, I think that I wouldn't say it's easy. Obviously, they're ahead of us, uh, but I think that um, it's definitely a, a game that we can take. We, we'll we'll take them. Um, uh, seven rounds, but we'll, we'll come out ahead. All right, all right. It may it may take seven games, but we, you, yep. you think you think they'll take the first uh, first round against the Pacers? Well, we're assuming that they're going to play the Pacers. I have one last question uh, this segment for you, and that is: Do you still feel like Milwaukee is the team to beat coming out of the East? Oh yeah, I, I think they're the strongest. Uh, I I almost said strongest in chemistry, but I still think that that Warriors uh, team ball is. I mean, top notch, but I mean, well, obviously they they're a force um, to be reckoned with, and I I like to see that coming out of the East. It's nice to see a a team other than the Warriors on top for a change. Absolutely, so I, like I think the only other team would would be Toronto uh, that you could talk about. Yeah. But at the same time, I think uh, they've struggled a little bit down here uh, in in the stretch, and I don't think they match up as as well against like. Some of those teams no. in the East. I, I think. I think Milwaukee. Well, I've, I've said this before. When you put in such a big, uh, big element like Hawaii, um, I mean, obviously your chemistry is upset a little bit, but I mean, I, they, it seems to be working. I mean, they're right where they were last season, uh, so I think they're doing all right now. All right. Well, Gronk, if you're listening, we're gonna miss you. Thank you very much for the nine seasons that you gave us yep. as Patriots fans. Thank you, Gronk. And uh, make sure to subscribe, Gronk, in your free time and you can <laughs> listen to our podcast. Yep. We'll be back after this break. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, in this segment, we're going to be talking about March Madness. A lot, a lot of madness went on in the last couple days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Good time to be a basketball fan. Man, huh. I mean, it just seemed like the games never stopped. I know. Uh, this year, though, I, I mean, I don't. All the number one seeds survived. I don't think there was a lot of bracket busters. Uh, Not a lot of bracket far. busters. You're you're absolutely right. I, I I'm just gonna come on now and say, 
last week, if you tuned in, and if you didn't, go back and listen to last week's. Crazy. I called UC Irvine beating number four, you, Kansas you called State. It. You called it. I said that was going to be my big upset. Uh. Uh, I picked it in my bracket, and, and it came true. So I, I do think, uh, in all seriousness, I do think that that was uh, the biggest upset of the tournament in the first round. And I know actually, uh, not going to take credit for it, but I mean, I did go along with you and pick UC Irvine. Absolutely. And, I mean, that, you can jump on my bandwagon. I, hey, I'll, I'm hopping on that bandwagon because I, I picked that. And I'm, I'm not going to take your credit and I'm going to steal your thunder, but thank you for that. <laughs> you're, uh, you're welcome. Although I didn't pick them to win in the next round. And I'm glad I didn't because that was a team that you were, you were kind of high on as well uh, with Oregon. Um, yeah, uh, beating uh, Wisconsin, and and they did, and then they ended up playing UC Irvine. So that was my biggest upset. I uh, had Wisconsin going. Obviously, Oregon is one of those. Uh, it's one of those Cinderella years for Oregon. Um, Absolutely, they it, beat Wisconsin. Um, I don't know. And, I, and then I think UC Irvine helped them out a little bit because then they they ended up beating UC Irvine uh, in the second round, and now twelve seed Oregon is in the Sweet Sixteen. I know that's crazy. Uh, how many, because Murray State. Yeah, Murray State won, uh, but then they lost in, but then they lost in the second so round. So are they the highest, I believe, are they the highest seed? I believe Oregon is the highest, uh, seed left in the, in the Sweet 16. Yeah, um, they are the highest seed. Yeah, and if you, and if you look at the Sweet 16, actually, there's only two teams that aren't in the top four. Oh, wow, uh, yeah, it's Auburn and, uh. Auburn and Oregon. Auburn and Oregon. And so I, I actually had Auburn going. Uh, uh, I think I had them losing because I have them losing to uh, North Carolina. Well, yeah. Then you then you picked that one as well. So I mean, there weren't a, a ton of huge upsets. I mean, not when not when you've got fourteen out of the sixteen highest seeds still in the in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. So but, that, that's what I said before. Not a lot of bracket busters, but we've seen some good ball because unbelievable. Man, man like last night. I don't know if you caught the game, but. Uh, I know you caught the game, but people that are listening, uh, Duke almost went down. <laughs> that would have that would have shocked that would have shocked the country. I think. Um, I mean, I have Duke winning, and I know that you have Duke winning. I as do well. have Duke winning, and 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 here's <sighs> the here's the truth of the matter. Watching that ball roll roll around, around the rim, the rim <laughs> I don't know how it didn't go in. I, I know, and and if it goes in, Duke, if, uh, Duke's done. If Zion wouldn't have gotten fouled on that play. Uh, I mean, Taco would have been in. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think that. I mean, the uh, they wouldn't have gotten the offensive rebound off that uh, missed shot by Zion. I I mean, UCF would have won if Taco wouldn't have taken that foul. Absolutely, and and all they had to do was hit that <laughs> that putback uh, layup as, as in the end as I well. Know. And I don't know how it didn't go in. But but here's the thing. Um, CBS executives who are running the March Madness tournament, the television of it, I mean, they were breathing a sigh of relief because <laughs> if Duke had Duke lost and not even made it to the Sweet 16, I mean, they, their oh. ratings, their ratings would have, that would have hurt them tremendously. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think a lot of the country probably would have lost some interest in, in, uh, in, in, the, in the tournament Oh, I as agree. Because well. I think, I mean, people would argue that Duke is still the uh, hottest team going in, but... I I beg to differ. I think that I mean that close call made it so that my my hot team right now would be North Carolina. Uh, they look like a complete team. They're don't playing they? good ball. 
They're playing good ball for you sure. You just like Kobe's hair. I do. I mean, I'm, I mean what can I say? <laughs> just don't start growing it out like that. So, but I mean, he's a, what a tremendous athlete. I mean, and, and he's great. He's quick. I love watching he's got him play. Court vision. But I, I, I will also say I really enjoyed Ja Morant and Murray State's little run. I mean, that I was sad that they lost because I, I love Ja Morant. He's such a complete player. He is. I mean, to get a triple double in in the tournament, good for him. He makes his team better. He makes he players the, uh, around him better. He's the first player since Draymond Green to do that. To score a triple double. Well, um, yeah. So I mean, all in all, I mean, it's it's we've had individuals to watch that have been fun. We've had teams that we can follow that have been fun. We've had some upsets which have been good. We've seen just some good basketball um, and, and I've been very happy with this year's tournament I'm looking forward to more games here coming up this week oh yeah I can't wait um, what uh, knowing so North Carolina then even though you have Duke winning your bracket right now if you had to pick one of the 16 teams uh, complete team I mean who do you think is going to win it all right now bracket aside I mean you know bracket aside yeah. I, I already said North Carolina okay. but I, I, I'm still looking at the uh, Duke North Carolina matchup, and I'm I'm very curious to see how Texas Tech's gonna hold up because I know, uh, are they playing Michigan? Is that correct? Uh, yes, I yeah, believe they do play Michigan. Yeah, and I have them Michigan. beating Michigan, so I I hope that they can hold up as a team. Uh, because, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to be different with my bracket. So I don't think a lot of people had Texas Tech going to the Final Four. So if they can pull that off, it'll be good for my bracket. You'll you'll look like you'll you'll look like you uh, you know what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> uh, Non-number one seeds. Uh, who's got the best opportunity to win to win it all? Oh, man, I didn't have them, but, I mean, I'd say Tennessee. You'd Tennessee say, Tennessee's yeah. looking good. Uh, they've had a couple. They've had a close call against Iowa, but I think that other than that, that was a bad game for them. Bad game for them, good game for Iowa. I think uh, all that, that game aside, Tennessee's looking good right now. All right, uh, I'm gonna go out on on a limb here, and uh, uh, I'm gonna say Florida State right now. Florida uh, State, yeah. Uh, I think that, uh, that that Florida State is just playing some tremendous ball, and any non number one seed, I'm 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 picking I'm picking the Seminoles. All right, there you go. So with that that being said. Uh, I mean, can't wait. March Madness, best time of the year for a basketball fan. Uh, can't wait to see these games unfold, next few games. Uh, I mean, next time we're back, I mean, we'll be looking at Final Four contenders. Absolutely. So. And uh, who knows what else we'll, we'll be talking about in sports. But uh, please tune in. And uh, thanks again for listening this week. And we'll see you again next week. Yep. Thank you for listening.